What's up, fools? Hello and welcome to the podcast for Average Joes, made by Average Schmoes. Um, we, uh, we may not have fancy algorithms or sophisticated betting systems, but there's one thing we do have, and that is the confidence to lose ours and your money. So remember to always fade responsibly. My name is Drake, I am your host, and joining me, as always, is our panel of D-Gens. We got Thick Nick, The Thumb, Colton, and producer Randy. How are we feeling this week, fellas? Yikes. <laughs> I was going to say better than Nick, but I don't know if I am. We we uh, we apologize for the uh, trip to the ear doctor you're going to have to take after after Nick screaming in your ear there. But uh... Sorry, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> He's... Uh... Little excited, want to bet today. Um, it's been a while for for all of us, to be honest with you. It seems kind of been it's been kind of slow, but it seems like out of all of us, one of us has been at least sitting at night. So that's been yeah. kind, of, kind of nice. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That we we haven't had any uh, whatever day that was. I think it was when the Cowboys played on Thursday night football. I feel like everybody kind of won that night, but. Um, since then, it's been a little bit hit and miss for everybody. But like you said, I think everybody's hitting on a given day. So um, so that's good. Um, we are recording a little earlier than we usually do this week. Um, just got some things going up this weekend, and we want to make sure that we get ahead of these bowl games that are coming in. And so we decided to hop on and, and record a two days early. So, just to recap last week, let me get this pulled up here. We do have a a special guest um, joining us today. Um, He's been on the show before, um, but his name is Owen. Uh, Bringing up the the rear, we have Owen Thumb. Um, Cody went 0-3 last week. Uh, We did not have any NCAA picks in, so it did not help him out much um but oh and three on the week so he will pick last um and then we had colton and randy tied at one and two but randy mm. had more parlay props hit well randy i guess you both had parlay props hit yeah but technically he didn't pull one in for the player props True. so he should probably yeah first. so he so we'll go uh Cody will bring up the rear, then we'll be then we'll have Colton, then Randy, then Nick. Um Nick went two and one last week. And two one out of his two player props hit. I will say his uh his NFL best bets parlay is the one that kept us from hitting though. Our first ever. So it's unfortunate. Say louder for the people that are leaning back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Let's uh, let's kind of review last week a little bit. Um, anybody? Let Let's start with Nick. Did you have any? Uh, I mean, you only had we only have three to choose from. Um, but outside of this, did you have any bad bets or or big sweats, uh, big wins, anything like that from last week? Uh, the only thing you missed is you missed it twice, which was the Eagles plus three versus the Cowboys. Genuinely, I was shocked how good the Cowboys played. I didn't think they were going to completely steamroll the Eagles. Honestly. That really caught me by surprise. I thought that was going to be a closer game. Um, other than that, everything kind of went the way I expected. Besides the Bears beating the Lions, I didn't expect that one. I just thought the Bears were going to cover the spread. Um, Bucks Falcons was a shit show, As- and I was pretty sure I cursed Brock Wright, but he had two receptions that game, so yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, for sure. Um, Randy, what about you? I mean, obviously we know you're, you're teased up Cowboys minus six and a half. You felt pretty confident going into that. Um, but the rest of the week was a little, little rough for you. You kind of took it in the shorts. Yeah. I, well, I think I teased up the, I teased up all of them. I think, well, the Baltimore spread, I think was minus six and a half by kickoff. Oh, um, I think Texans, when I took the six and a half, it was at five. Yeah. Texans might've been different i don't remember but i'm pretty sure that baltimore was minus six and a half at kick yeah um no other than that i just had i had a uh two thousand dollar parlay that was a sam laporta touchdown away and all i know is sam laporta has scored a lot of touchdowns just not last week um colton what about you 
Yeah, uh, Patriots at Steelers under 30. I could have swore that was going to hit, but I think at halftime it was clear that it, that wasn't going to hit. And then, man, Vikings and Raiders over so close at the over 40 and a half. <laughs> Dang, Vikings kicked that uh, last only, second field goal to win by, wow, like three. Yeah, the only the only sweating going on there was if if you took, you know, double zeros across the board or game go to overtime. Right. Yeah. Not much of a sweat there. All right, um, let's uh, let's discuss this uh, red slate we've got going on here. Yeah, this is why I'm not going to quit my day job anytime soon. Uh, the bad beat of the week is definitely Ravens minus six and a half. Um, obviously, the game went to overtime. They scored, win by six. Completely understand why they don't kick the extra point. If if they had to, they probably just kneeled anyways. So that's a bad beat there. Packers had faith, looked awful. Jags were plus money with Trevor Lawrence being questionable, so I took them straight money line, and Browns are continuing to stay on a roll, so here's to a new week. Who was it? Did I see a, a stat that said um, Joe Flacco is like a pick or like a, a touchdown away or something like that from having more touchdowns in three weeks than Kenny Pickett has had all year? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's insanity. Probably. That's insanity. Uh, well, oh, look at. Looking at our, our parlays, we, we ran two parlays last week. We had a, a best bets parlay. Uh, we went three and one on that almost narrowly, not really narrowly, but by one uh, missed missed out on, on plus a thousand. Uh, the only one that didn't hit was Eagles, my plus three and a half versus the Cowboys. Uh, Colton's Saints money line pick hit. Cody's Chargers versus Broncos under 43 and a half hit. And the Bears money line versus the Lions hit for Randy. Uh, moving on to the player prop parlay. Uh, I picked in, in place of Randy, but I think I'm going to start continuing to throw a a prop on that just to add a little more spice to it. Uh, Nick's Brock Wright. We did not curse the poor guy. Uh, his over half a reception hit. Uh, unfortunately, Colton's Khalil Herbert over half a reception did not. Um, he He was rarely in the game. Yeah, I, um, I don't know like if they're just fading him out or what, but yeah. he hardly played at all. Foreman carried most of the load, and then uh, they'd put, is it Roshan Johnson? Roshan was a third down back, yeah, but yeah. even him, he was very yeah. scarcely in there as well. Uh, TJ Hawkinson went over uh, 45 and a half, and then Chris Olave went under four and a half receptions. Um, just... I think he had five targets and dropped dropped one of them. Uh, unfortunate. So we we went fifty fifty on that one and missed out on plus seven hundred. So decent week, not great. We'd love to have better ones, um, but we're gonna move on to this week. Uh, let's go ahead and get our NFL picks out of the way. Then we'll discuss a little bit about um, this pick'em that we're gonna be doing for bowl games. So let's go ahead and start with Thick Nick. Let's hear your NFL parlay, or not your parlay, your NFL picks for episode 11. Sure. I got Atlanta, Carolina over 35. Uh, should be 35 and a half. I just didn't put the half in there. Uh, that division's dog shit, to put it bluntly. Um, I mean, realistically, all you need is each team to score 17 and then 18 points. I don't see why it shouldn't happen. I think, like I said last week, um, Atlanta's actually deciding to use their first-round talent, not as decoys. So that's been kind of nice to see them actually blossom. And who'd have thought Kyle Pitts is actually a really good tight end and Drake London can actually play receiver. So that's kind of good for them. Uh, Bears-Browns have taken the under at 37.5. Yes, the Brown, or the Bears' offense has been really good as of late, but I do see the Browns' off or defense kind of slowing them down. Uh, I think Miles Garrett's healthy. I think... Yeah, I'm confusing him with T.J. Watt. I think T.J. Watt's hurt this week. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if that game's under. I don't know. Oh, it's Joe Flacco. So Joe Flacco might ball out. and Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that game, but I'll take the under on that. I think that could be a really, really weird one. Maybe not a 3 to nothing one, but pretty low scoring. And then I'm going to go with the trend of these primetime games being awful, and I'm taking Chargers Raiders under 34 and a half. Uh, Herbie's out for the year. Keenan Allen's out. You have Jacob Eason and Aiden O'Connell. Mark that on your bingo card if you thought that was going to happen in December. Um, 
And that's Both in offense Vegas? I believe so, yeah. Earlier this year, I don't know what it is since, but earlier this year, the under in Allegiant Stadium was hitting at like 70%. So that's not a bad that's not a bad spot. Yeah. I mean that's Chargers look terrible, Raiders look terrible. Maybe Josh Jacobs doesn't play as well. I don't know 100% with that. I know he exited last weekend, so could just be terrible all around. Well, let's hope you keep on a hot streak here. This is three weeks in a row now that you've technically won the week. Um, so good luck to you on that. Let's go ahead and move to Randy. I don't have anything in front of me because we're just now trying to get Randy to figure out how to put stuff in our spreadsheet here. So, uh, Randy, why don't you go ahead and, and give our picks and then we'll get them, we'll get them thrown in the, give your picks and we'll get them thrown in the spreadsheet here. So I'm going to ride the train of the Cowboys. Uh, they're not favored right now against the bills, but I think if Dak keeps playing like he has been the past few weeks, and him being favorite for the MVP, I think uh, we we should be able to take care of the Bills. Um, second one is going to be Baltimore money line. I know they looked kind of scary last week, but I still think that Lamar's gonna step it up and realize that he needs to be better because that wasn't very good. Actually, he did he still did pretty good, but just a scary game. Uh, and then the last one is going to be the Eagles money line. Uh, they've played absolutely horrible the past two weeks, and I think that they're going to be pissed off enough to at least beat the Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks are on, what, a two-game slid? Yeah. Yeah. Drew Locke starting. What, what, does anybody know what's up with Gino? Like, I don't know. Uh, his, uh, I think it's his forearm or shoulder still. Uh, I think he re-aggravated it. So that was Cowboys money line versus Bills, Baltimore money line versus who? Um, uh, Jack. Jacksonville. Okay. And then Eagles money line versus Seahawks. Got it. All right. Uh, Colton, let's hear what you got this week. All right. Starting off, I'm riding with Nick on this one. Chargers versus Raiders under 34 and a half. You got Aiden O'Connell versus Easton Stick. Uh yeah, I don't. I don't know if you need to go more in depth on that. Um, it's a pretty low point total for the NFL, um, but I've, shit, we saw three points scored last week in a game, so um, under thirty-four and a half for me on that. Uh, I'm taking the Colts money line versus the Steelers. <clears throat> Steelers offenses look very bad the last couple weeks. Um, their defense has been subpar. I think Gardner Minshew is the backup quarterback of the year if that was an award. Um, and yeah, taking the Colts money line on versus the Steelers. And my last one might be kind of controversial. I'm taking the Jets plus eight and a half at the Dolphins. Uh, <clears throat> I think Zach Wilson is gonna. Last week he really showed that um, he should stick around, but apparently while he was benched, him and I don't know how you say the Jets head coach's name, Saleh Sala. S- Sala. Uh, him and uh, Zach Wilson mutually agreed to part ways after the season. So I don't know if he's going to just ball out and try to prove himself to other teams. Like, yeah, I should be on the team. Um, but I'm going to take the Jets plus eight and a half at the Dolphins, mainly because I think Zach Wilson just going to try to prove himself to other teams. Like, yeah, I should, I should be on your squad. Yeah, and that's going to be an interesting, you know, does Tyreek play? Um, with that ankle injury, how, how bad is that ankle injury? Um, not to say that the, um, the dolphins can't get it done without him, but I would say that they looked a little, um, one dimensional. Um, they were running the ball a lot more. Now, granted they were up by that point, but, um, they were running the ball a lot more. Didn't seem to really start throwing a lot again until he came into the game. Um, again, with his ankle taped up. But as, as we know, if depending on what type of ankle sprain he has, you might be able to get him back in that game, but you don't know what it's going to be like a week later. So, um, right. yeah, that'll that'll be interesting to see where that where they go with that. Um, Owen, let's, uh, let's get your picks for this week. Godspeed, my all friend. Right. So this is where, if you're listening to this, get a notepad out and fade all of these immediately. Uh, I'm taking Bengals money line against the Vikings. The Vikings 
like Colton said, scored three points last week. They also made a quarterback change. That just spells a recipe for disaster. Next one, I'm taking Steelers versus Colts under 42.5. Um, Nick mentioned earlier, but TJ Watt got cleared by independent neuro today and is out of concussion protocol, so he's in track to play on Sunday. Steelers offense has been very miss as of this year. Then my last one, I'm riding with Randy here. I'm taking Ravens money line against Jags. Um, Ravens have been hot, and Jags did not look good last week against the Browns. Yeah, Jags, I don't know what was going on with that. That just, to be so hot, like, this is this is where I do laugh, you know, we got a Kansas City fan in the group, but I do laugh <laughs> that Kansas City, not necessarily failing upwards, but are going to potentially luck into a uh, first or second round, or first or second uh, seed, just because of teams like the Dolphins and the Jags, and obviously the Bills, but they shit the bed a long time earlier in the season. But these teams that have or had the uh, ability to make Kansas City be a you know three or four seed, that they're just shit in the bed when they get the opportunity to to take those higher seeds. I think this is the NFC's year, to be honest. There's so many powerhouses in the NFC. The AFC is just kind of the top four teams are just kind of hit or miss each week, and the top four of the NFC are just dominant, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what are the, what are what are the predictions now for the Super Bowl? Shut up. <laughs> I know who I got. Wait, your cowgirls because they ain't making out of the first round of the playoffs. Put a hundred on it. I'll put a thousand on it. Like the last Ooh. ten years. Ooh. That's Randy's rebuttal to everything. It could be not sports related <laughs> at all. You you say something that he disagrees with and put a hundred dollars on it. Bet you a hundred dollars. Yeah, I want to be, you got to prove me wrong. <laughs> I think they've proved you wrong the past, I don't know, 20 years. We won last year. Won what last year? Wait, the first round. Last year? We took out Tom Brady. You've been playing Madden? Dude. <laughs> I think the Come only on. way the Cowboys got the first round is that they have to buy. <laughs> we beat Tom Brady last year, you bozos. Can you remind <laughs> me who you guys lost to last year and the year before? Niners. God, we win, we win last year if Pollard doesn't get hurt, though. Godspeed. Oh, sure. Godspeed. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and look at our NFL best bets parlay for this week. Um, Nick, why don't you start us off? What do you got? Uh, Colton took my best bet, but to be fair, he put it in before me, so he can't really take it from me. So I'm going to go Bears-Browns under 37.5 for the reasons I stated before. This is the one I'm iffy on, so I wouldn't really call it my best bet, but I would rather take the under on that than Atlanta-Carolina over. Randy? I'm riding with the Cowboys. Cowboys money line. I hope we lose this parlay. Uh, Colton. <laughs> uh, Raiders or Chargers under 34 and a half. The only way I see this going over is if Easton Stick gets the nickname Big Easton Stick. Yeah, you know the rest. Um, so, yeah, under 34 and a half for Raiders or Chargers. Big Stick energy. Uh, yeah. Cody. Yeah, for mine, I'm, I also roll with my under pick of Steelers versus Colts under 42.5. That parlay is coming in at plus 1326 on DraftKings, so around thir- plus 1300. Not a not bad uh, chunk of change if somehow it can we can make it happen. Um, we've still yet to hit a parlay um, as a group, but it's going to happen. I feel it. I feel it. It's coming. Um, one last NFL talk. For today, we're gonna throw out a, a play player prop parlay. We got a five leg player prop parlay for you. Um, once again, we'll start with Nick. I don't love this pick, even though I know <laughs> it. It's it's a, a lock. It's an absolute lock. The the how's that go? Death taxes. The Iowa under and Nick help me out. Josh Allen throwing an interception. There we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Looking at line mates, not sponsored. Please sponsor us. Um, I believe he's around 80% throwing interception this season, at least one in every game, 80%. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there is a lock. Yeah. Now, that being said, that being said, let's be fair here. He's second to Dak Prescott. He's second in passing touchdowns. And to, who? Say to, again? to Dak Prescott, and he's mm. pretty sure he's first overall in total touchdowns. So I'd just like to throw that out there. 
So we got Josh Allen James over. Winston led the league in touchdowns one year. Who? James Winston led the league in touchdowns one year. And interceptions. Keep that yeah. in mind. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Jameis Winston at no point in his career has more touchdowns in a four-year span than anybody else in the league. Josh Allen does. So let's move on to Randy. What do you got this week? C.D. Lamb over seven and a half receptions. He is one game away. It's a Saints wide receiver. I cannot remember his name to save my life, but he's one game away from tying his record. For receptions in a year? Uh, most games with 10 plus. Oh, I was like, that's okay. Okay. Um, and they are playing the Bills. That's a yes. Well, if, Bill, if the Bills secondary sh- actually shows up, that might be tough, but it's po- it's definitely possible with the way that they've played some of their games. Come on, he's the best receiver in the league. I will say on DraftKings, it was like a plus 120, I think. Um, so, sorry, not to interrupt, Randy. That's for end of season, right? What the ten plus receptions? That's in a season, right? Because I'm just double checking because I think it's Michael. Yeah, Thomas in a season. Who he's tied yeah, it is Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, for those that care, we're currently <laughs> recording this on Wednesday night. Uh, Iowa Western has just won the 2023 NJCAA Division One Football Championship. Uh, they beat. East Mississippi by I'm not even sure how much they scored sixty on them though. Oh shit. Um, all right, Colton, what do you got? I'm taking Trevor Lawrence over zero point five interceptions. I don't know if he's as mobile as he uh, has been. Last week he threw three interceptions. Um, I'm I'm thinking the ankles still bother him a little. He's just kind of um, throwing stuff up there. Um, so I'm taking over point five interceptions. Owen. For mine, I'm taking good old Mitch Trubisky over 0.5 passing touchdowns. You know this is a best bets parlay, right? Yes. Best best bets. Bets. Hear hear me out. I know the Steelers' offense is very hit or miss, but if you're an NFL quarterback, you should be able to throw for one passing touchdown. Okay, tell that to to the 15 of them that played in that game last week with the Raiders and Vikings. Vikings. Well, they just suck. But I got, Joshua faith. Dobbs. I got faith in Mitch. He's going to throw one to Pat Fryermuth. You heard it on this podcast first. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Pat's going to get a concussion in the first drive. <laughs> <laughs> like, as as they're throwing in the ball, just doom. I'm changing Pat Fryermuth to over under half an MCL sprain in the first quarter. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, my parlay pick that I'm adding to this what would have hit prior to that last one uh, to this player prop parlay is Michael Pittman, Pittman over six and a half receptions. Um, he's hit that mark in the past six games. Um, and he's hit that mark in 10 out of the, I'm forget however many games they played right now. One, two, so 10 out of the 13, 13. They, that they've played. So um, he's hitting that at 76% at the moment. So, um, he's kind of on a hot streak. Gardner Minshew um, kind of locks onto him, so I think he should be able to hit that um, against Pittsburgh. <laughs> that parlay comes out to plus fourteen oh five on DraftKings. So um, I will say, the past two weeks we've done these player prop parlays. I've been more confident with <laughs> with these than I have with the <laughs> with any other parlays we've thrown out, um, but. The problem with par- with prop parlays is, you know, it's a little bit easier for a player to be hit or miss for that day than it is for the entire team. So, um, I think that does it for our NFL talk. Um, let's go ahead and move to bowl season. Um, Hell yes. So, as we talked about last week, we are going to do just a a friendly little bowl pick em, um for uh, all of the bowl games uh, where we've got a spreadsheet going that we can, uh, we can keep track. And like I said, we're going to make some graphics and get it up on Twitter as well. Uh, but this is just for bragging rights. This isn't, we're not throwing any money down on this unless, you know, we want to pick these teams money lines um, individually. 
but as a group, we're just, we want to be able to, uh, point fingers and laugh at each other. So this week, um, and, and you guys can tell me, we can go through these one at a time if you want to, like we did, or like we're freaking college game day, but we've got one, We got ten games between now and the next time that we will record, um, which is the games the sixteenth through the twenty second. So we can go through them one at a time and just you know do it uh, college game day style, or we can just talk about big games within that. I don't care. What do you guys want to do? One by one. All right, we can do it one by one. I just. Some of the lower end games, I probably won't have much to say yeah, about yeah. them. Just because for sure, absolutely. I don't we, know a lot about them, but yeah, we can we can definitely just you know go with a gut feeling. Uh, we don't have to have a lot to to say on them, but uh, okay. Well, let's go ahead and and look first on the sixteenth. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six bowl games. Um, the first of which is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. We've got Georgia Southern versus Ohio. Um, Nick. Who do you got in this game? The Bobcats of Ohio. Damn. <laughs> okay. Um, Colton? I also have the Bobcats of Ohio strictly off record. That's about it. Cody? I got Georgia Southern. Couldn't tell you Let's go, Colton. We got to win. <laughs> yeah. We've got to, I think we're okay. And Randy, who you got? I also have the Bobcats. Well, I took Georgia Southern in that, um, so I'm going to – start out 0 and 1 uh with Owen there. You're All right, so we got the New Orleans Bowl with Jacksonville State versus Louisiana. This one might be a, a clean slate of all of us losing depending on Randy's picks, but go ahead, Nick. Jacksonville State. Colton. Jacksonville State. Cody. The same. Oh god. Fuck. Randy. I also have Jacksonville State. Oh, clean slate. We're all losing, baby. I'm going Jack State, too. I'm going Jack State, too. They've looked pretty good, dude. Um, they're in, But they were kind of in the same situation just a year ahead of James Madison. If I, am I correct? They came in a year before them. But they both... Yeah. They both kind of did the instead of doing like the the buffer zone where you play some FCF schools, some FBS schools. They just came in and said, "To hell with it, we're going to play all FBS yeah, out the gate." Yeah. All right, the Cure Bowl, Miami, Ohio versus App State. Nick, give me App State, the Demons. Pretty sure it's the Mountaineers, but <laughs> Colton. Give me the Red Hawks of Miami, Ohio, not to be confused with Miami, Florida. Yeah, not the U. Cody? <laughs> I'm going App State on this one, um, mainly, mainly because I went to a bar restaurant in Boone. It's about 40 minutes away from me. Pretty cool what a place. So yeah, I'm going App State. Randy? I got App State as well. <laughs> Colton, we might win one, baby. I'm Maybe. Going, I'm, going, I'm going Miami of Ohio. They they had a, about halfway through the year I saw they were uh, – one of the top producing offenses, at least in the Mac. Um, so I'm hoping that that can hold true in the Cure Bowl. Uh, the New Mexico Bowl, we got New Mexico State versus Fresno State. Nick. Give me Pistol Pete, Diego Pavi. I'm going to New Mexico State. Colton. Give me Fresno State. God, I just don't want either of these teams to win. Uh, Cody. <laughs> Sorry, Nick, but I'm going New Mexico State as well. <laughs> Randy? I'm it for Joshua Lee Mitchell. <laughs> uh, I also have Fresno. I am taking New Mexico State. I'm going with the Kansas guys. Uh, ah, Coach yeah. Kill and Coach Dryling. Um, I think a lot of that staff, if I'm not mistaken, is, is from Kansas. So I'm going with the Kansas guys, and we will go with New Mexico State. It has nothing to do with the fact that they beat Auburn. Uh, the L.A. Bowl, UCLA versus Boise, Boise State. Boise. Boise, L.A. <laughs> Colton? UCLA. Cody? UCLA. Randy? UCLA. Oh, we're going on again. <laughs> I'm going to just go fade. Every time we have a, a full slate, just for money's <laughs> sake, I'm going to go fade that completely. <laughs> 
Um, the last game on the 16th is the Independence Bowl, California versus Texas Tech. Ooh, the team, the team of the of the old podcast name, the Degenerates. Um, not the new one. I don't feel like they've been picked since we no. changed the name. Well, so dog shit Cal- since we switched. <laughs> Cal Calvers, <laughs> Texas Tech. Nick, give me the Golden Bears. Uh, Colton. I'm riding that bear with you, baby. Give me California. Cody? Give me the Big 12 team and the Raiders. Ugh. And Randy? I have Tech. Texas Tech. I am going to go with the Cal Bears. Why? Because I want to. <laughs> um, no, it's because he picked Tech as well. No. It has nothing to do with that. I can't believe you say that. <laughs> Uh, the famous Toastery Bowl. Some of these are getting ridiculous. Yeah. Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion. Nick. I saw Old Dominion on the side of a truck and trailer, so I'm going Western Kentucky. <laughs> Colton. I'm going Western Kentucky as well. The Hilltoppers. Cody. An old Milligan basketball player used to be the GA at Western Kentucky, so I'm going Western Kentucky. And Randy. <laughs> I also have Western Kentucky. Western Fuck. Kentucky. I'm fading all you sons of bitches. I'm fading all of you. I'm taking ODU. ODU. All right, the Frisco Bowl. We're getting back to some normal names here. UTSA, Texas San Antonio versus Marshall. All right, birthday pick for me on the 19th. I'm going UTSA. The Roadrunners. Colton. Give me the thundering herd of Marshall, baby. We Damn it, I Marshall. thought I was going to be the only one that picked him. Uh, Cody. We are Marshall, baby. And Randy just said he picked Marshall. And I'm picking Marshall as well, so we're all fading Nick for his birthday present. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get shit on. Uh, all right. Your ass. Boca, Boca Raton Bowl, South Florida versus Syracuse. Nick. Give me Jim Brown's alma mater in Syracuse. Colton. Orange is one of my favorite colors. Give me Syracuse. It's also the color of his beard. Uh, Cody. (laughs) You mean the Bulls of South Florida? No. Yes. Uh, Randy. (laughs) Syracuse. Syracuse. Yes. Guys, we're all, we're winning here. Yeah, this is a lock for four of us. I'm taking Syracuse as well. Um, They've looked pretty good. Uh, in the games that I've watched this year, so I'm going with them. The gat, what the hell is Gasparilla? I know what Sarsaparilla is. What's Gasparilla? They just make it with gasoline instead of root beer. <laughs> the Gasparilla Bowl. If that's even, or maybe it's Gasparilla. Maybe. I don't know. Georgia Tech versus Central Florida. Nick. In honor of Shaquem Griffin, give me a hand for UCF. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, that's that what the 2017 national champions or whatever they claim to be. <laughs> uh, Colton, and we're done. Uh, give me UCF as well. Gotta hand it to you. That's a good pick, <laughs> Cody. Give me the Big 12 team and UCF. Did you just pick if it's a Big 12 team, you picked them? That's probably the worst thing because you know how the Big 12 does in bowl games? Not very well. Oh, he's shitty. It's just like March Madness. <laughs> Randy? My, my reasoning's a little different. I got a cousin that goes there, so UCF. <laughs> going UCF as well. So if you're hearing this, go bet your mortgage on Georgia Tech. All right. Fade responsibly. Yeah, fade responsibly. Well, that will that will do the, the bowl games through the 22nd, which I believe is is Thursday. Next Thursday? Um, Friday. Yeah, 22nd's Friday. 22nd's Friday. Okay, so that's good. Um, That'll get us through our next recording. Um, So, like I said, we will get get some graphics put up sometime this week. Um, But we're going to just do these pick-ems all the way through uh, the bowl season. And then at the end of the year, we will, or the end of the season, we will tally them all up and I don't know. Maybe maybe we can have something not for the winner, but for the loser. The loser. Yeah. Well, we know the that. loser has something. Like like I'm not saying like the the really bad ones like fantasy football and stuff like that where, you know, 
people have been like, yeah, you have to, you have to take a flight to Alaska. Like I've heard that one. Like you have to buy a plane ticket and go to Alaska. <laughs> you don't have to stay there, but you just have to fly to Alaska. Um, you have to spend a day in Waffle House yeah. and every waffle eats an hour off. <laughs> Dude, I think, I feel like I could roll through the, if it was Waffle House and it's Waffle House waffles, I'd roll through that. Yeah. Well, we know my fat ass wouldn't if have it any was, problems. If, so. <laughs> if it was IHOP and I had to eat pancakes, now that's a different story. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, have you seen a Waffle House waffle? They're no. about as thick the, as first a piece of, all, of paper. Yeah, they're only about that big around, and they are very, very thin. Would you say they have knees or no knees? God damn it. <laughs> See, I you can't with, 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 with an audio medium like podcast you can't give inside jokes i just did <laughs> so but yeah maybe we can come up with something uh for the loser so if you you have any ideas feel free to uh throw them our way on um on twitter make sure you're following at fade responsibly um moving on to kind of our last segment here just kind of our our bull bullshit segment here a couple of things first of all I saw, and it's just because we got a, a spreadsheet up in front of me right now. Today on ESPNU, I saw the the Microsoft Excel Collegiate Championships or Collegiate Challenge. Basically, it was an esports where they they would be like, "Yeah, we need you to make a spreadsheet that does this right, and it has all these details, and then they time them on how fast they can." get it done and make it look a certain way. And it was, um, how do I say this? Like mesmerizing to watch how fast these dudes just rip out a perfect spreadsheet on Excel. But that's, that's kind crazy. of the nerd in me coming out. <laughs> that's gotta be the same feeling I have when I watch planes. Yeah. So like your little, uh, your little plane app that, you, you thought you found Air Force One? No, I did one day. Did it say Air Force One? Did it you text the guy in there and find in out? on the picture that shows Air Force One. I feel like that's ill-advised. I'm not buying it. I know. It's dope. I found the A380 Beluga. Look that shit up. It's sick. It's a giant cargo plane. It looks like a fucking whale. Yeah, it's a cargo plane meant for carrying the fuselage of other planes. Beluga. Holy um, shit! Right, it's massive, dude. dude. It looks so. It looks like a dolphin. It looks dude, like a beluga whale, probably. <laughs> no, but it, the front of it literally looks like a dolphin. Come on. It even has beluga, a beluga. Dude, they have a beluga XL too, and it's bigger than the OG beluga. Oh shit! Right here. Okay. I fucking love airplanes. Oh man. <laughs> Coming from a guy that doesn't fly in them. That's interesting. Yeah, it's because I'm fat. No knees. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, I, I messaged you guys about this. I hope you guys have some people for it. But um, I thought, I was thinking today while driving um, that it would be a good segment um, to talk about like our most impressive and our least or i guess most uh disappointing team or player for like the last month so let's just say from november 1st uh from a from a betting standpoint or from just a a performance standpoint most impressive team or most disappointing team or or player um let's start with nick what do you got? Let's say, let, just give them, Wait. just give them both. What do you got, Randy? All right. Hold on. Hold you said on. past month. Yeah, since like November first. Okay. Work. Okay. We'll we'll go to you last, Randy. All right. I don't really have a team because I haven't really done a whole lot of team betting um, in the past month. But I told the guys earlier this week. Um, I have a rule, and this is all self-inflicted. That if I ever bet on Paolo Bancaro again, I have to give them part of my next winning bet. And I'm going to extend it a step further that if it ever goes public on our Twitter page, that if you follow us, I will give you like 
I'll pick somebody and give them the winnings too because I'm not betting on that motherfucker ever again. <laughs> I pick him over, he goes under. He fucking gets discounted for 19. If I take the over, he gets like six. The day I go to take him under for rebounds, he gets like fucking 11. He's a piece of shit and I'm never betting on him again. <laughs> oh, man. Um. So you do not have a a like m- most impressive or player or team um i mean i haven't really bet i mean i guess i bet on the sixers tonight which is like the first time i've bet on a team or money liners like legit in a while and it's only because the pistons are like an 0 and 21 streak oh, yeah um i guess that could that could probably be everybody's least impressive um <laughs> colton what about you I'm going to leave my least impressive for last so I can rant about that a little bit. But my most impressive, I still got to go with Gardner Minshew, man. Um, filling in the shoes of who I thought was going to be Offensive Rookie of the Year, um, leading the the Colts to what they are, like 7-6 and six right now. Um, day in and day out, he's he's keeping the Colts still within range of like the playoffs. And he's really impressed me just stepping up into those shoes. Now, my least impressive player. This is solely on a Chiefs fan. Kadarius Tony. If I, I if I can have anybody off the fucking team of the Chiefs, it would be Kadarius Tony. You can't catch a football. You can't line up on sides. You can't do anything right, like at all. Like, why are you making millions of dollars while I'm sitting here bitching at you through the TV screen? <sighs> That's it. Uh, I'm no, done. The Chiefs would be okay. ten and three if Kadarius Tony simply wasn't on the team. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> um, Cody. Uh, I think it's hard for me to have a most surprising pick. So, for most disappointing would just be every single bet I do. Um, being Owen three times now. <laughs> Cody's Cody's his. There's uh, not a lot. Cody of is his own points. least. Uh, <laughs> most disappointing player it is me i would say if i had one bright side would be i didn't curse tj hawkinson last week so i'm gonna go with him (laughs) yeah there's not been a lot of brat spots so far in this podcast career for me i will say the two teams you went in person to root for one yeah so you just got to spend money to make money True. Right. Scared money don't make money. <laughs> and, and I told Nick to put his bank account on the Packers. He and did. he didn't do it. So Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking listen to you. Well, if I'm there in person, you should. <laughs> um, Randy, do you have yours yet? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So I mean what not a surprise, my most impressive is Dak Prescott. He is kicking in everybody's teeth at saying he is a horrible quarterback for throwing all these interceptions. Currently, other than Kenny Pickett, he has the least amount in the whole entire league that started the season. Um, and he's fourth in yards, leading in touchdowns. Dude's a dog. MVP. And most disappointing. Um, Bueller. Uh, I'm trying to think between two. I'm going Sam Laporta just because he cost me two grand. <laughs> the one time I bet on him is the one time he doesn't score. Well, I would. I'm gonna say my. I'll go with my most disappointing first, um, and that it's it's not NFL um, at the moment. Um, as as disappointed as I am with the Bills um, and their production this year. I'm going to take my most disappointed to um, the NBA with <laughs> the team I feel like I bring up all the time, Sacramento Kings. Um, in a like week time frame, they lost three times to the Pelicans, including back-to-back days. Um, and last night against the Clippers, they lost. They've lost twice in, against the Clippers in the last probably two weeks. And last night they've got beat so bad that I don't even think De'Aaron Fox played in the fourth quarter. Um, Which meant that he had no shot to get my uh, 25 points that I had even teased him down to get because um, the 
the handicapper that I was tailing on that particular pick had him at 30 points, and I tailed it down to 25, or, or teased it down to 25. And, he and no, I was not the handicap person he faded. <laughs> Handy, handicapping and, and betting is a is a little a little different, Cody. <laughs> I still wanted to clarify. But that that would be my least uh impressive team. And I'll I'll give it up to you, uh Cody or not Cody, Randy. Um I my most impressive player is C D Lamb. Yes. Um he has one, two, three, four, five, six one hundred yard receiving games um and i think he's pretty similar on uh games how many games over 10 yard or 10 receptions has he had six yeah no eight sorry so um when previous year uh, like i say this because when he was drafted and all the the hype around him you'd have thought that he was was gonna come in and like just destroy and I wouldn't say that he had a bad year, but I wouldn't say that he had just a amazing year last year. Um, so this year, turning it around, obviously it helps when your quarterback is uh, doing a lot better. Um, but he, I'm just looking, I'm trying to look at his yards. So yeah, uh, 1250, 20, 20, 20, 935, uh, 21. 1102 22 1359 and this year he's at 1253 and he's only 13 games in so um I would say that's uh that's probably my most impressive player for the last month and I haven't bet on him a single time I don't think unfortunately isn't it crazy that the top three receivers have the exact same amount of targets that is crazy and Tyreek has uh, 300 more yards than all of them. <laughs> well, it helps. <laughs> it helps when every reception you have is at least th- 30 yards or more. Yeah. Could you and... imagine if the Chiefs had him, man, instead of Kadarius Tony? <laughs> no, don't even bring up his name. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's. Did crazy. you guys see the article that got posted about that with uh, Mahomes and uh, Reed talking about it? <laughs> they were like, everybody does it. It's bullshit. Like, bro, yeah. what? Yeah, I mean it's it's it definitely happens, but I I think that again, if you look back at it and say that it's been only uh, charged three times in the last two years, but then you have to look at this year, it's been charged eleven times, and people would say, well, yeah, but eight of those, and I'm saying people because I'm saying Nick Wright, um, that mm. Chiefs Homer that is on Get Up or whatever show that is on ESPN or Fox, whichever one it is. He would say, well, eight of those 11 are on tush-push plays where the guard is offsides. And I'm like, yeah, but it's they're still calling it. And, like, the other, what was the the official that came on and uh, then said, uh, onto ESPN and said that they usually give warnings unless it's egregious. Like, it, the, the official... He was pretty far. The official's not going to scream in there, like... Yeah, people said that he checked, but you can also say that it was like a split second. before he was split, even set. A split second, he just pointed over there and then looked back into the ball. You know, so like they can give you warnings or they do give you warnings unless it's egregious and you've got like your head is farther down the line than Von Miller's head was. Like that, I don't know. It It is what it is, but uh, I just, I want people to not piss and moan about the the officiating like did i mention he can't catch a football either <laughs> right I if i said right. that right like but did, did, did it did people miss the lions game uh, at the beginning of the year no no yeah. i started him in fantasy that day <laughs> he here's the thing he's a freak when he's got the football in his hands there's no there is no arguing that his punt return in the super bowl like sealed it for Kansas City. Like put them in the position mm-hmm. to win that game. There's there is no doubt about that. It's, I truthfully it's can you like get the ball in his hands? Huh? 
I truthfully feel like if he like pulled a Cordero Patterson and went to running back, he'd have to be so much better. Yeah, as long as you didn't have to, ha- like the handoff better be secured. <laughs> well, they're not gonna run into plays. Just run a sweep, <laughs> direct snap. Yeah, I don't know it. Jesus. Are you still playing Call of Duty while we're doing this? No, I'm looking at the stat. Yards after catch, Tyreek is 601. AJ Brown is 425, and CD's 441, and they have the same amount. Tyreek and CD have the same amount of catches. I saw something that that that's uh, wild. Tyreek was talking about like the difference in Kansas City and and uh, Miami, and it's not the beach. Um, but <laughs> he said that when he was at Kansas City the mindset was catch the ball and like honestly try to get out of bounds right like so that you can like catch the ball get out of bounds and and get those yards and get the next play rolling whereas here at Miami the the feel is more like catch the ball and then become a running back which i found interesting because i wouldn't have expected like watching him play for Kansas City, I did not have the thought process that he was trying to get out of bounds all the time. But that's what he said. Hmm. Well, fellas, you got anything more for this uh, for this episode? Episode eleven. I mentioned how much I hate Kadarius Tony. That's all I got to say. I'm done. Uh, anything else? Uh, anybody know what the stat big is? Big. Yeah, B-I-G. I don't know. I think Nick's leading in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Big plays. Big plays? Yeah. Oh. My, my mistake. More than 16 yards in the passing game, more than 12 yards in the running game. See? C.D. Lamb, 24. Tyreek, 26. Maybe not, maybe not best, but he's sure as hell second. That's what listen, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm I am impressed with him this year. So we'll we'll just see. I'm I'm not saying that I won't give you your props on your cowboys. I'm just waiting to see is it all for nothing and they shit the bed. Did you won't hear from me for weeks. <laughs> You'll just be in in mourning. Yeah. Everybody'll be knocking at your door. Leaving food. If we go, I'm gonna I mean, obviously we're train. going to the playoffs, but if we go one and done in the playoffs, oh, is it? So I have is this. There a team? I have this Super Bowl thing. It's six shot glasses of all, every year that they have won the Super Bowl. I have yet to open it until because it has a seventh one that you get to write in the year. I've yet to open it. If they go one and done this year, I will break it all. <laughs> if. Okay, so I'm just looking at the NFC standings. Is there a team that, other than the Niners, is there a team that were like a team that you could potentially play in the first round? Who worries you the most? And don't say nobody. Don't be that. Don't be a douchey Cowboys fan. <clears throat> I know that's well, going to be difficult. Who could we possibly play in the first? I I don't know how to. I mean. Let's look at. Let me type in NFC playoff picture. The the wild cards as of right now are the Eagles, Vikings, and Packers. Yep. I mean, so, I, mean I mean, I necessarily so, wouldn't want to play the Eagles or Niners right away. So but. as of as of right now, the Cowboys will play the Packers. Would be two against seven. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that one. You shouldn't. Packers are not good. Because we would get home field. Correct. We're undefeated. Correct. Correct. How do you feel like the you get home field? Jumped up there. The who? I would yeah, I would be a little nervous. It depends if Gino's back. Because DK well, obviously I, went off against us, so DK can also. Be, I would off. arguably say they looked better with Drew Locke, but that's my opinion. Well, you, how can you say that when the week before we only beat him by three points, and DK uh, had three touchdowns with Gino? I think I think Drew, Drew Locke's ability to stretch the field is better than D, uh, Gino's oh, personally. Yeah. No, but Nick, I just want you to know that you are not – I will make Drake take your privileges away if the Cowboys beat the Niners. I'm, You're going to sit here and take it. So I'm, I'm looking at this, 
And I really only see three teams that are like above everybody else in the NFC. Niners, Cowboys, and Eagles. Because Lions... Yeah, yeah me, me nine, and David were looking at Niners, that. Uh, Lions are 9-4, and four, but they play up, then play down, and play up, then play down. Bucks, 6-7, and seven, get out of here. Baker Mayfield is not going to make a deep <laughs> season, a deep <laughs> postseason push. Vikings don't know who the hell they're going to play at quarterback. Uh, Packers are are the Packers mm-hmm. currently. I mean, they don't have they don't have Rodgers, and even when they did, I mean, they, what are they going to do? Make it to the NFC Championship and bow out to the 49ers again? I mean, no way to tell. He was and then he, then he got Rams, Seahawks, Falcons, Saints, and <laughs> then you're getting down into the Giants and Bears and Commanders. So like, I like. Do I think the NFC has three better teams? Yes. Do I think that the AFC is still more entertaining? Yes. Records are way closer. Because you like they don't even have anybody that's technically clinched a playoff spot yet. You got the Ravens. I will say in the AFC, if the Ravens do go all the way and Lamar can play Lamar football, that is a scary team to play. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're probably the best team in the AFC right now. Did did we ever hear what exactly Mark Andrews had? Was it a fib fracture or was it just a, a bad high high ankle? I thought it was a Liz Frank high ankle. I just thought it was high ankle. Oh, I meant to bring this up too. What about Dallas Goddard? Coming back. He played three weeks after we had already we just broke his forearm. Yeah, I mean well most like my guess would be they put a rod in it or something so that you can play. Cause it's yeah, but, like, there. as a lineman, I can see it. But, like, a dude that could catch the ball and get absolutely speared, that's terrifying. Right, but as a lineman, you wouldn't – I'd be more hesitant to put a lineman out there with that. They go to punch and somebody goes through their arm. Uh, that's fair, too. But, yeah, the, the AFC, no one's clinched a spot yet, but you got the Ravens 10-3, and three, Dolphins 9-4, and four, Chiefs 8-5. and five. Jags eight and five, Browns eight and five, Steelers seven and six, Colts seven and six, Texans seven and six, Broncos seven and six, Bengals seven and six, and Bills seven and six. Imagine the Steelers going on a run. Good God. With who at quarterback? <laughs> I don't Trubisky? know, but just imagine. Mitch, Mitchie, baby. Good God. Trace McSorley? <laughs> like the AFC is is wide wide open like we're we're set up for either a very entertaining or a very disappointing final quarter of the season here Flacco's leading the browns to the promised land jesus <laughs> christ be sick that would be browns hilarious. ravens afc championship game that would be hilarious <laughs> oh man i might throw oh, up be like, how's this for lamar listen i'm all about storylines how about this baker mayfield Takes the Bucks deep into the playoffs and plays the Browns in the Super Bowl, huh? Huh? Revenge game? I, th- I think I think I'd rather have that the Cowboys be. win. <laughs> 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 only because then you'd have to deal with the the asshole OU fans that think he's like God's gift to Big Ten well, they, football. They still think that even when he's ass. Oh, well, so fucking they, ridiculous! Dude. I mean, he, he played in the Big Twelve, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I meant. I can't count. All right, well, I think that will do it for this week's episode. Um, Make sure that you are following us on Twitter. Like I said, we are going to start putting out graphics um, and putting our picks out there. It's at Fade Responsibly. And make sure that you are liking, subscribing, rating, and reviewing uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you and hear what we're doing well, what we need to work on, or any ideas that you might have that would uh, make the show better. So uh, for Nick, Thumb, Colton, producer Randy, I'm Drake. Thanks for tuning in, and always remember to fade responsibly.